All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of a little podcast called Based on Real Events, where I, Riley Torbis, share stories about my dating life and offer mediocre advice based on what I have learned along the way. Today, I'm joined by my co-host and roommate, Grace. Say hello, Grace. Hello, Grace. And uh, what are we going to be talking about today? We are going to be talking about icks. Yes. Um, and first off, we'll give you a little definition, textbook definition of icks, according to Urban Dictionary. Grace? Uh, so an ick is something that someone does that is an instant turnoff for you, making you instantly hate the idea of being with them romantically. Yes. Um, so personally, if I was going to describe an ick to somebody, it would be um, it's something that somebody does I mean, it's like a form of secondhand embarrassment, right? That mm-hmm. just gives you this overwhelming feeling of cringe. It just makes you want to, like, shrivel up. Yeah, like peel your skin off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and obviously, most of the time, it's different from secondhand embarrassment and the fact that icks refer to something that somebody does of the opposite gender. And honestly, I feel like icks are for the girls. Like, if, yes. Like, men can't have icks about women. No. Like, it's just, it's for women about men. Yes. Um, so on, lately on TikTok, there's been a trend where you read off a list of icks that you or your roommate or your friend or whatever have. So of course me and Grace did that a couple of weeks ago and there's some fantastic examples of our personal icks and, and, you know, it's just good ones. So, um, we're gonna, we're gonna read off a few of those. Um, Grace, do you want to go ahead? You can, oh wait, actually I'll start cause I know I, I, I came up with this one cause this has happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, knocking over their drink at a restaurant and a waiter having to come wipe it up for them. <laughs> um, if, if he refers to a dog as a, uh, a doggo. Uh, wearing slides with no socks. <laughs> <laughs> Asking someone to put sunscreen on their back. <laughs> um, trying on tennis shoes in the store and running around to test them out. Like, doing a mini sprint. Like, like you go to pay less and your mom is like, okay, now Timmy, try them out and run around the store and see how they feel. Oh yeah. Your mom does a thing where she puts her, her thumb on the toe to see <laughs> how much room <laughs> to you have left to grow. Yeah. <laughs> um, being a messy eater, just like eating way too fast. Um, jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> being a bad driver. Um, Grace, I feel like you need to read the last two because you came up with these. Um, licking your fingers after like finishing the Doritos or Cheetos but for way too long and they're just like sucking on their fingers <laughs> <laughs> and then slurping the milk left behind from a bowl of cereal yeah so um I hate that <laughs> I I if I'm being what, honest, you don't like it I that like it just that I can't um so anyways um hopefully those are some good examples for anybody who's not familiar with Ix. um but, uh, you know, that's the whole reason we're here is to talk about um, the, my experience with icks. Um, and um, fair warning, it's most likely going to make you feel a level of cringe that you never thought possible. Mm-hmm. And for that, I am truly sorry. Like I said, it might make you want to peel your skin off. <laughs> turn this off. Please don't, please don't turn off the podcast. <laughs> it's, 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 it's funny, I promise. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, I'm going to tell you about the time that I dated somebody who can only be described as 
the walking ick. <laughs> okay. So to set the scene, right? Um, I am 16 years old. I just got a job working at a clothing store in my hometown. And I've been working there for a couple of months. Um, I started in May of 2019. So um, I think it was a few months after me. The first time I remember meeting the walking ick, whose name is, we'll call him Vincent um, for legal purposes. And so uh, Vincent, I remember for the first time I, I remember meeting him was uh, around Labor Day. So September, I guess, of 2019. Um he starts working at the same place that I work um, because his friend works there and his friend got hired the same time as me. Nice guy. Um, don't know why the two of them were friends because Vincent, why would anybody ever want to be around that man? Why would anybody want to be around Vincent? I don't know, but obviously I, I did. So that's why we're here. Um, so anyways, um, our first encounter that I can remember, like I said, Labor Day weekend, 2019, right? Um, so while I'm at work, he, uh, he starts to talk to me and like, um, so if you've ever worked retail, you don't really just, you don't sit around and do nothing. Like you have to recover the store. So like when you're, you, you know, they're not checking out customers, you're folding stuff, you're cleaning up the store. Like you're doing something. You don't just stand around, which spoiler alert, he did not understand. Right. So he's following me around as I'm recovering stuff, talking to me you know, small talk, whatever, which is fine. But like, why are you following me around? It's so it's like, it goes on for like 10 or 15 minutes. (laughs) And one of my managers is like, um, Hey guys, like she comes over. She's like, um, let's try to recover different sections of the store because like she saw he wouldn't leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, you know, sure. Whatever. That's, that's fine. Um, go through the rest of that shift. Nothing crazy happens. Um, I, my first impressions of this guy, also, I forgot to mention, um, he is a a man that is shorter than me. I am 5'10", so he's maybe 5'9". Um, glasses. Um, he always wore this denim jacket with a Sherpa lining. <laughs> like, you know, what I'm talk- you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Um, and he... The only way I can describe his... The way he looked physically... He ran cross-country. <laughs> that's all you needed to that's say all, that's all i had to say right so he looks like this my first impression to him you know i'm not attracted to him that's for sure um he seems nice enough but like i don't really know him so anyways the rest of the shift i think it goes fine whatever and this is such a long time ago i don't really remember when this happened versus the first conversation but i remember um when i was working maybe i had just gotten off my shift or i was um on my break but I had try- I picked up a dress to go try on and he sees me with that dress and he as I'm walking back to the fitting room he goes oh are you trying something on and I was like yeah and he's like that dress will look really great on you <sighs> <laughs> which like don't get me wrong is nice but the thing about this man you need to understand is that anything that should have come off as normal never came off as normal <laughs> from him like it's just, he was just uh, icky, icky, like so icky and gross. So anyways, second encounter with him, right? So I think this, this is probably about a month later or so. He did not work often at all, which is a common theme throughout the rest of the story. So him and his friend who were working there, um, we'll call his friend 
Jason. So him and Jason are working um, with me one night. It's like a closing shift. So it's like a six to 10 um, on a Friday night and I'm recovering, you know, stores empty. Um, and Vincent and Jason, um, they come over to like chit chat with me and they're both very clearly like flirting with me. And it's just kind of putting me in an awkward position because spoiler alert, you shouldn't flirt with people while they're at work. No. If you, especially if you're working together. Absolutely not. It's an awkward situation. Like you're putting me in a spot where I can't say no or be rude. Well, I mean, I could, but you know, I was friends with Jason. Um, so anyways, um, at one point they come over and they're like, Hey, Riley, we're going to start a band. Um, what should the name of our band be? And I'm like, I like, I remember I was just like, are you, what? they're uh, so quirky. What are you talking about? I'm like, you didn't find that attractive. No, <laughs> I, listen. Um, I was like, Oh God, I don't know. Darn, you got me there. Got me there. I don't know. You'll have to come up with that one yourself. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So they go back to working at the front. And also, to paint a picture, I'm, like, in one of the women's sections, you know, folding clothes or whatever. And they're just standing behind the counter. Just, like, goofing. Which is what they would do all the time at work. Um, Because they were friends, right? So they just stand around and chit-chat, do nothing. And so... uh, later a few minutes later they come back over they're talking to me again and they're like don't you get bored like folding clothes all the time and I was like well there's nothing else to do it's kind of like our job job that's our job it's what I get paid to do and so uh again don't remember what the rest of the conversation was but this is this is one thing I'll never forget Vincent looks at me he goes hey (laughs) (laughs) he goes he goes um hey you want to hear a joke and I said I can't, I can't get this out. I said, sure. He goes, knock, knock. I respond. Who's there? He goes, cargo. (laughs) (laughs) Cargo who? Cargo beep, beep. (laughs) That's the same level of calling a dog a doggo. (laughs) That was, that was, That was what he said to me. I hate that. Yeah. Um, and then um, the rest of that night, pretty boring. But one notable thing is that the two of them are like hanging out after work because they left at the same time. And um, that night I leave because I like was actually closing. So I leave after we close and um, I go, I think I was hanging out with my uh, Sydney and Kerrigan um, that night. And I, we were having like a sleepover and I go back and I noticed that Vincent had added me on Snapchat and followed me on Instagram that night because he'd gotten it from Jason who already had both of those things. And so Mm -hmm. I chose to ignore the Snapchat request as you should. And I did accept his, um, like Instagram request, but I didn't follow him back. Mm -hmm. Although I saw his account. Oh my God. It was because it wasn't private. And when I tell you, this is also something that, like, I didn't write down for this whole episode, but I wish you could see, is, like, his Instagram, it made me want to gouge my eyes out. (laughs) It was so bad. Yeah. It was just so cringy. He had a picture of him with his dog, like, up in his face, like, kissing him on the face. No. And the caption was just, his dog's name in all caps with exclamation points. And he had that up. He's so funny. What are you talking about? He had that up until last year. 
That's that's funny. You don't think that's funny? I don't. I think you should post a picture like that with your dogs. Should I? I think you should. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I ignore the Snapchat. That's that's important, right? So my third encounter with him. This is where things really start to ramp up. Okay. Um, it's a random Friday, I think, and after school when I go to work and um. I just like had this feeling when I go in, I was like, oh, I really hope Vincent's not here today. Like, I hope I don't have to work with him. Because again, he didn't work very often. Mm-hmm. But, and I, you would never know who was on the schedule with you. Um, so I had no idea, right? So I go in, I don't see him. I'm like, okay, I'm in the clear, right? So then about an hour later, he strolls in because he's closing with me. And I'm like, oh, great, fantastic, right? I'm gonna have to talk to him. And I know he's gonna talk to me about, you know, Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. So I, um, Luckily, like I had a job to do that night, so I didn't have to be up at the front and just kind of doing whatever. I had to like change a bunch of mannequins right through the whole store. So luckily, mm-hmm. I was busy the entire shift. Right, I escape, you know, talking to him for the majority of the four and a half hours that I'm there until we close. Dun dun dun. Uh, yes, of course. After we close, I finish what I'm doing, and we have to recover the store before we're leaving. So. I start recovering and he comes over and he's talking to me, right? Just small talk, chatting, whatever. Um, not really that important. Just like asking me about school and stuff like that. I do remember though that randomly, I guess we were talking, I, I don't, obviously it was relevant or maybe it wasn't, which wouldn't be shocking either. Mm-hmm. At some point he goes, Hey, um, h- how would you say my last name? Go on. Like, I want to know how you would say it. And his is his is a name that you could probably mispronounce right yeah but like what why 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 like uh okay so it gets worse right so he's following me around as i'm recovering which again need i mention that you're supposed to recover the store in different places especially when you're closing your job is not to follow around the other associates and talk to them you're supposed to get out as fast as you can Mm -hmm. yeah so Anyways, um, we're talking about just random stuff, and I, I don't know how, but we bring up uh, movies, and I mentioned, this is when the, the Joker came out with Joaquin yeah, yeah. Phoenix. I mentioned I haven't seen the new Joker yet, right? And I was like, yeah, like, I think I want to see it, but I don't really have anybody to go with. And he hits me with a, <clears throat> oh, well, why don't you go see it with your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like oh yeah and then like you know like i'm not an idiot like i know he's seen my instagram yeah i don't have a boyfriend that he can tell right mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh i i don't have a boyfriend he's like oh wow i'm surprised and i was like ah, <laughs> ah, yeah so anyways conversation keeps going and then snapchat gets brought up i probably he probably said something like i don't remember but i know he said probably it was something along the lines I'm sure of, like, oh, hey, like, do I have you on Snap or something like that, right? And I'm like, oh, no. Like, whatever it is, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a goner. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know, do you? And he's like, um, I think I actually added you already. And I'm like, oh, oh. What? Oh, what? I definitely did not see that at all. I was like, what? There's no way. I you're crazy and so i'm forced to take out my phone and bring (laughs) up my requests and add him on snapchat (laughs) and i'm at this point i'm fully i'm a goner and so uh i leave and um go home that night 
he snaps me he snaps me um when I get home to tell me he says hey so I really wanted to ask you at work but I got kind of nervous but um I know you said you don't have anybody to see the Joker with um and I've already seen it twice but I'll go with you if you want to go and I was like uh and here's here's where I made the biggest mistake of my life I agreed to go because I felt bad mm-hmm. because I'm an idiot yeah <laughs> I I just and we'll get into this but like if I had just been mean I would have saved myself so much trauma so much trauma which you know whatever so I'm like yeah like I guess we can go and so we like decide on a date and a time and he's like okay it's a date and I said, ha ha, funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he goes, well, why is that funny? And I was like, I don't know, it just is. Uh, He's uh, like, uh, 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 it's a date though, right? <laughs> 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 and I said, uh, I don't know. And he goes, well, I just want to know, like, is it a date or is it just a friend thing? And I said, Mm, I'm okay with it just being a friend thing. <laughs> I can't. So um, we end up going to see, which by the way, who takes a woman to see the Joker as a first date? As a first date that's not a date, but you wanted it to be a date? Like, I'm That ass- is not the movie to pick. I was going to say, I'm, I'm assuming you, have you seen that movie? Yes. Yeah. Very traumatic. Yes. Good, but traumatic. Yeah. Like the, you're supposed to go see like Marvel movies yeah. on like a movie date. Yeah. Like, come not on. the Joker. Not the Joker. I, anyway, so surprisingly, I go out with him and it's really not that weird. Like, it's like he's kind of a different person outside of work. And like I said earlier, um, he never would do anything at work. Like, he would sit around and do nothing. And nobody really liked him at work because he wasn't, like, a good worker. Like, he would just sit around and wait to be told what to do, which is, like, annoying. Like, you're 16 and you can get a job. You don't need to be babied. Like, you're not getting paid to sit around. Yeah. He was kind of a different person outside work, though. He was, like, more normal. Because you know how I told you, like, all the, his attempts to be normal at work came off just weird. Yeah. Um, he was fine outside of work. So we go and we have a decent time. And he's like, okay, well, I had a good time. And I, and I wasn't lying when I was like, okay, like, I had a good time, too. So we leave. And um, I, I don't know if he asked me that night or he asked me the next day. But he's like, hey, like, do you want to go out again? But, like, on a real date. <laughs> and I said yes, which, again, my mistake. But um, so we agree we're going to go get dinner. And so uh, he picks me up. And, um, and, and I don't, maybe this is an invalid ick. Mm-hmm. He brought me flowers on the first date. Too soon. Which, and again, maybe it's just because he's him. But, like, it was just, it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. It just made me feel gross. I'm like, he's too invested. Like, this is weird, right? Yeah. Which, knowing who he is now after years and years and years, which we'll get into later in different episodes of podcasts, but it makes a lot of sense. So, anyways, he brings me flowers, takes me out, whatever. We go out to eat. And um, he, uh, we mentioned this earlier, um, he ate way too fast. Like, he would literally, like, the way that he would pick up fries on his plate and shove them into his <laughs> mouth literally made me made my skin crawl. Like, I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is too much. And 
we would sit there like I love to talk right Mm -hmm. but I love good conversation like we need to be going back and forth yeah he was one of those people that would just kind of sit there and wait for you to talk Mm. and I'm like what I I'm running out of things to do like I could talk for forever but you got to respond yeah like you have to provide something to the conversation no yeah it was just awkward right Mm -hmm. so we finish eating dinner and he takes me home and on that ride home he mentions that his ex is still his best friend which (laughs) girl well that there were so many warning signs and I chose to ignore all of them I was wearing rose-colored glasses I the way I was ignoring Mm -hmm. those red flags yeah um which we won't get into that specific line Mm -hmm. today but it's important um, he was also in the ROTC, which he told me that day. And so was his ex, which, listen, <laughs> I have nothing against anybody who was previously in the ROTC and is now serving our country. I have a lot of appreciation for you, but I'm still going to make fun of you. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm going to make fun of you. Um, he was, you know, that the, the all the TikToks and the vines and stuff like that that were like making fun of ROTC kids. Yes. It's like you're disrespecting a future US Army soldier. Yeah. Um yes. <laughs> that is exactly him. Anyways. Um I ended up going to a he ended up a couple of weeks later asking me to go to a military ball with him because his high school threw a military ball for the ROTC. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell you that I hope that nobody ever has to experience a room full of pubescent high school boys in their military uniforms dancing to um, insert any high school dance song here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ripping off their ties. They're sweaty. So sweaty. <clears throat> All these girls in beautiful dresses. Me, my dress, gorgeous. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. A- and, um, and, and they were just, it was, it was gross. And, that whole thing, just icky, gross, disgusting. He did ask me to be his girlfriend that night after the military ball, right? So we start, officially start dating. And at this point, I've convinced myself that I like him, right? Um, because how many times do I have to say it? I'm an idiot. Um, so, yeah, we start dating. Um, here's some fun mentions right off the bat. Things that he did um, that gave me the ick. Um he would replay, and I need you to look me in the eyes. Okay. He would replay every single Snapchat I sent him. Every no, single one. No. Every one. No. Every single one, always. Until the day we stopped being friends. No. I'm not even joking. Why? I have. Because he's psychotic. I can't mean, know why. But right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Why? Like, there's every, no reason for that. Every single one. Every single one. Every time. I hate that. I know. So, um,. He also drove a Land Rover Defender, and he called it a truck. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember this one time, um, he was arguing with my friends, because I think it was probably Sydney and Kerrigan, that seems like something they would do. Um, They were like, why'd you call your car a truck? He's like, well, because it is. They're like, no, it's 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 an SUV. It's a car. He's like, it's a truck. And they're like, it's not. That's not what a truck is at all. Because it's not. I don't care how big it is, but just that car in general gave me the ick. It was, it, I still yeah. can't look at Land Rover. I mean, you know, every, oh, time, yeah, we, every know. time we last, we, every time we pass a Land Rover Defender, my heart sinks a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, hate that. Um, but anyway, so we'd started dating and we literally dated for a split second. Like we, um, 
we started dating that would have been the end of november and we literally broke up in the beginning of january of 2020 and um this is not the actual reason that we broke up but at the time he told me the reason that he was breaking up with me is because he said well i'm just not in a place to have a girlfriend right now i'm too stressed out he was a 16 year old in his junior year of high school the seri- the most serious thing he had going on was the stress of geometry is just too much to handle right like oh god pre-calc uh, you know oh my god too much for him um uh, spoiler alert um he uh he did cheat on me yeah that's why he broke up with me which i did not find out until months and months later after we'd already become friends again but a story for another time um worth noting as well um i knew he was gonna break up with me like the day beforehand because he'd like stopped texting me and i just knew Mm -hmm. and so i remember i texted him and i was like hey like is everything okay He's like, not really. I feel like we have some things to talk about. And I was like, okay, well, let's just talk about it. He's like, well, no, I don't want to talk to you over the phone. And I was like, it's okay. You can just talk to me on the phone. And he's like, no, I have to see you in person. Like, I'm like, okay. So we agree we're going to meet like the next day after school. And so I actually, I had gone to school that day and left early because I was sick. Um, and... I went home and I was supposed to meet him later that evening. And so about an hour before I'm supposed to leave the house, I get a FaceTime call from him. And I'm like, this is weird. And he calls me from inside the ER because a couple of hours beforehand, he broke his arm in weightlifting class. <sighs> Sorry. I, did, I don't know if you heard me. He broke his <laughs> arm in weightlifting class. <laughs> And that it gets better. So I tell him, I'm like, well, are we still going to meet? And he's like, well, I'm kind of out of commission right now. And I was like, well, yeah, but I know you're going to break up with me. So, like, I don't want to wait around. So, like, can we just get it over with? And he's like, well, I guess you can come to my house. So I drove to his house. Saw his family. Went to talk to him with his arm in a sling. And he broke up with me. And then I left. And that was my first heartbreak real heartbreak yeah. um even though it was it was not that deep <laughs> at the end of the day it was never that serious <laughs> <laughs> so anyways we break up and that was the beginning of january 2020 um we don't speak for a while um he did some dodgy things after we broke up like he would still comment on my photos and text me and all that um but eventually we reconnected as and this is i'm, I'm gonna let you know now that there are air quotes around the word friends we reconnected as friends right before right before lockdown like literally we hung out we went to dinner the the on the day that it got um it was released that coronavirus had just popped up in the u.s Mm -hmm. and then you know like two weeks later we uh we lockdown started yeah so um we like become super close friends emphasis on the quotations around friends um all throughout lockdown and um we stayed that way until right before college he was like my best friend um a lot of manipulation going on there but again yeah totally for another episode um but we did end up dating again very briefly before college like in the summer between our senior year of high school and college but um 
that's way beyond the scope of this episode and uh, this episode is just about him being icky and yeah. gross and how embarrassing he is so um he is the worst person that i know um <laughs> i just want to let you guys know that now so he will be coming up again yeah um <clears throat> but also it's worth mentioning um now that he wasn't my boyfriend um he didn't have to be nice to me all the time and i mentioned i think i mentioned this he, you know, was trying to be overly nice. He brought me flowers on the first date, whatever. That was all an act. He did that mm-hmm. with every girl that he was interested in because he thought that pretending to be a lot nicer of a guy would, um, I guess, go well for him. Like, seriously, yeah. he acted like a completely different person. And I honestly liked the real version of him better, even though it was terrible, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. But, um... So here are some of my favorite things that he did during this entire, this period from literally March of 2020 until August of 2021. Um, He would actively remind me that he was like way more attractive than I was, which is is just embarrassing. Yeah. Because that man looks like a gerbil. (laughs) (laughs) He is literally... So unattractive. Um, and he also always thought that everyone was checking him out. Like, one time we were at the mall together, and he would say this all the time. This is just one example. He'd be like, dude, that girl with just walked by who was with her boyfriend totally just checked me out. And I'm like, I bet you I don't know how to tell you this, but, like, they're not looking at you. She's probably looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, anyways. And... He would, like, actively check women out and stare at them like they were pieces of meat. I'm not even joking. Over the... Yeah, disgu- disgusting. He was he was disgusting. Um, over this past winter break, because I... Um, until last week, I still worked at my um, hometown retail job. And a friend of mine there who actually used to date um, Vincent's friend, Jason, um, she told me just literally two weeks ago... That, like, they would be working together sometimes, her and Vincent, and she would watch him check her out, Ew. like, while she was dating his friend Jason. Ew. And, like, disgusting, right? I mean, he literally thought he was the smoothest man on earth and that, like, women could not resist him. That that doesn't go together with having a Justin Bieber 2008 haircut. That's a, Oh, yes. Yeah, he definitely had that. It's like, I don't know what how many flights of stairs did you fall down like as a baby you know like for your head to be that too many right too many I guess and you know what maybe it's on me because I'm hot Mm -hmm. right and so being with me I guess gave him his extra confidence boost but then again like he just has always he you know he was from as far as I know always that confident and cocky um also he didn't have a debit card only an atm card and he used his mommy and daddy's uh, debit card when he went out all the time that is the most embarrassing thing ever i know like why are you as a 16 year old boy using your mommy and daddy's debit card still not even you wouldn't even carry cash either he would just use his mom and dad's card and he had a, he had an atm card though he willingly chose an atm card why would you not just get a debit card <laughs> beats me and then perhaps the best part uh, the most integral part of this man's personality. Um, he played the piano, and he thought he was really good at it. Okay, he thought he was the next Billy Joel. This man <laughs> idolized Billy Joel, which is important. 
and he would only play Billy Joel music. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't. We would, like Grace, he would only play Billy Joel music and like little kids piano tunes because he had just learned to play the piano like in 2019. Hot cross buns and Billy Joel. That's what I'm saying. There was no there was no between in between. I'm 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 dead serious, okay? So anyways, um also so kind of back to him being at work because he worked um he worked there until like I said probably September of 2019 and then he he, he ended up quitting. I think it was like the after the start of our senior year. So sometime around, um, you know, August, September of 2020. Mm-hmm. So um, everyone hated him. I'm not even, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Everybody hated him. As per the words of my manager, um, Vincent wasn't worth a hoot. A hoot. A hoot. Um, yeah. Um, there was, I mean, literally there wasn't a single person there that liked him. Um, one time a customer came in telling us that a guy with glasses had told him that we weren't offering the military discount anymore because he had like obviously been shopping there and he was like, can I get the military dis- discount? And Vincent was like, no, we don't actually do that. <laughs> um, one time, um, one of my managers, I can't remember which one of them it was, but they told me that they caught him practicing his golf swing. No, do not tell me that Riley do not ever say anything like that ever again they got him practicing his golf swing behind the no. camera they did they did they did okay um one time so we have these things uh, we would we fulfill um you know online orders in our store right and so yeah. you we have iPods or whatever that you you just fulfill the orders on it's really easy and you have to like sign in with your employee numbers so that you know like randos can't just get on our iPods and start doing stuff right so um they had updated the app one time you know that we go through to fulfill the orders and um in order to so you would type in your like username which was your employee ID number and then your password but you would need to change the keyboard from the alpha keyboard to like or from the numbers to, like, the alpha keyboard or whatever it is. Yeah. Either way, you had to change the keyboard to get to the letters to type in your password. One time, I found out, because you it, when you come in every morning to work, that's the first thing you do is you check for online orders. So I heard from somebody that one time, um, he just didn't fulfill the online orders because he didn't know how to change the keyboard. What, what do you mean? What, uh, he, didn't, uh, he didn't know how to get from the numbers to the letters. Uh, so we closed our store in March of 2020 and we didn't open again until like July of 2020. Um, we had opened and, um, when we were coming back to work, um, they were letting people come back to work slowly based on their role and their, um, is tenure the right word I'm looking for? Yes. Yeah. Based on like, you know, when they got hired and their role. So like the managers all came back first and then employees would come back in the order that they were hired. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember I went back to work before, um, Vincent did because number one, I got hired before him. And number two, I was actually a level above him. Um, cause I was a sales associate, but I was like a specialist, which is Mm -hmm. is not important to go into the details, but I was a level above him. And so when he found out that me and his friend, Jason, who was an excellent worker, by the way, like me and Jason, some of the best workers at that place. And so it's really funny that they were friends. <laughs> um, they're not friends anymore as far as I'm concerned. Um, Jason, if you're listening to this podcast, you know who you are. <laughs> um, 
so anyways, um, he finds out that we're all going back to work and he's, he's mad because he's like, because uh, well, he, he's like, well, oh, what? oh no, my feet well, got hurt because I don't get to go back to work. Yeah. Which he literally never worked. And yeah. He was, why would you be mad about that? Right, he already had another job and at a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. Um, but, uh, he was angry. So he calls up my, my general manager and he goes, um, why have I not been called back into work yet? And she explains, she's like, well, Vincent, like you, you know, it's based on, um, position, yeah, position. And you know, um, how much, when you got hired, seniority, what the whole thing. Right. And he, and she's like, so like, sorry, bestie, like you're out of luck, you're out of luck until we call you back, which is like the audacity. Like I would never, even if, which by the way, my general manager, I hope also hope that you're listening to this podcast. Um, you know who you are. Hi bestie. Uh, sweetest woman in the world fantastic manager even if they were the worst manager in the world you don't speak to somebody like that no who you don't you don't get to tell your general manager what to do no ever that's not how that works never especially not if it's a 16 year old man or 17 year old anyways that happened um and so after we all come back from COVID, he finally you know comes back to work um so he he would never do anything at work Except sometimes he would get in the mood to fold stuff, right? And I don't—I think we've talked about this before. You know, I was one of the best um, folders at work. Yeah. Like, I would fold the jeans and the khakis and all that and just make the, the walls look so good because they were mm-hmm. folded so well. Like, that's a very common known fact among anybody who's ever worked at that store since I worked there. Well, sometimes he would decide to fold the jeans. And he was actually so bad at it. That he would, we would, would sit there and watch him do the whole wall. And then we would have to wait till he left and go and fix them Ew. because they looked so bad. So the best part is that this one time, uh, the summer before our senior year, he was arguing with a girl who worked there that he was the best jean folder at work. Oh yeah, for sure. The best. He was like, I, I, I just am. And, and she was like, no, literally No. You're also the worst person ever. Like she was, <laughs> she was very straightforward. I really, she's a very funny, funny girl, but she was like, no, like you're the worst and you're really cocky. He's like, oh, I'm cocky. You think I'm cocky? Well, what's wrong with being cocky? And she's like a lot of things. Yeah. Like you're the worst. And so I kid you not that same day, he asks my general manager, he goes, Hey, do you think that I'm cocky? And she's like, you could tell, like, she's like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't think you're cocky, but I think that you're just confident. Yeah. So that's. So yes. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. I'm just not going to say it directly to your face. Because why would you? Yeah. And also, why would you ask your manager that question? Yeah. Come on. You asking that question just proves your point. Yeah. That you are cocky. Yes, exactly. Um, So anyways, he ends up quitting that job. And thank God for that so the next component um about his general ickiness uh, the way that he dressed okay uh, to put it nicely the way that he dressed made me want to gouge my eyes out <laughs> um he would never take fashion advice from anybody not me not his mom or his sister and he he genuinely thought that he dressed well. Like he thought he was the best dressed. No. A sharp, a, according to I think it's ZZ, ZZ Top's song, "Sharp Dressed Man," the one they used <laughs> for the Duck Dynasty intro. Um, 
he is the opposite of that he yeah. is just cringe um he genuinely also so he he wore glasses and he genuinely thought he looked better with his glasses on which he did not mm-hmm. it looks ridiculous he went from maybe a four to a five without his glasses um as long as he wasn't wearing a goofy outfit and that's being generous <laughs> um he only wore skinny jeans and this is i'm sorry but he genuinely thought that his butt was better than mine and that's why he told me he wore skinny jeans is because it made them his butt look good foul absolutely foul why are you as a man wearing skinny jeans no and he would also this is a crime he he should be thrown in jail for this one i mean he should be thrown in jail for some other reasons but specifically this one um he would lounge around in his jeans because it was more comfortable. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. no Every no, time no. I went over to his house, because I spent a lot of time at his house hanging out with him and his family. Jeans. Always. 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 See, like, you know that we've with been alluding to him being crazy the whole time. Yes. You could literally just have this entire episode just be, yeah, he lounged around in jeans. <laughs> and then end it right there and everybody would get your point. <laughs> so, um, he lounged around <laughs> in jeans. End of story. <laughs> Outro music starts playing. <laughs> Like, what kind of monster? I, oh, God. Yeah. Um, he would wear button-ups, like button-up short sleeve shirts with weird patterns on them, um, tucked into skinny jeans with a belt. Yeah. In the winter, he only wore tight sweaters. Like, so many tight sweaters. Um, and in the winter, he also wore a pea coat. <laughs> I told you, I already mentioned he would wear that stupid denim jacket with the Sherpa. I saw, this is on God. I saw a guy wearing the exact same Sherpa today, that same denim Sherpa uh, today Mm -hmm. and uh, at the RPAC and I did a double take and I was like, (laughs) I know that. I know that one. Hold on. Um, One time we hung out and we went like, we were just like going to the mall and he wore dress shoes with like jeans and an Adidas zip up jacket absolutely not yeah absolutely not um he owned wife beaters and he would actively wear them (sighs) that's all i gotta say about that yeah he would actively wear the wife beaters um and he would wear crew socks as most guys do but he would he would pull them up all the way even when he was wearing shorts he ran i told you he ran cross country and track and he would had pulled them up all the way all the time um so, uh, but perhaps the most atrocious fashion sin that this man ever committed was at my senior prom. Okay. And for backstory, oh, you know, most people, um, like me, their senior proms got canceled because of COVID. So we threw our own prom. And so I made the mistake of taking him as my date. And if I could go back and do it now, I would go alone a thousand times over. I would go alone. Okay. But, um, so I didn't buy a prom dress. I actually, I bought a really pretty formal prom type dress for the military ball we had gone to the year beforehand. And it was gorgeous. Yeah. And so I wore it again for prom because um, we also didn't even know if we were going to be able to throw a prom. So I didn't end up buying a new dress. So I just wore that one again. Right. Um, and he already knew what the dress looked like. It was red. It was a ball gown. It was gorgeous. Mm. And so, uh, you know how normally like, normally girls will like, 
you know, to be fun, like hide their prom dress from their dates. Yeah. Like that's what Sydney did. Um, and you know, that's, it's cute, right? Well, he decided that he wanted to, um, he wanted to reverse the roles. He wanted to keep his suit a secret from me since he already knew what my dress looked like but he promised me he's like oh like it'll match your dress and like I was like no like Vincent please like (laughs) I please don't do this to me like there's one thing about me I can be a control freak but um when it comes and it would make me so mad because he would undermine me when it came to fashion I am so well dressed and I know what looks good and he did not and I just knew it was gonna be exactly it, the way that it went I knew it was gonna go that way so um I tell his mom and his sister I'm like please guys please you know just make sure it matches and please don't want to be bad well it was bad um also I told him I was like hey like why don't you not wear your glasses for prom he was like uh no I am wearing my glasses and I was like okay but we're taking pictures yeah like nice professional pictures and um you're wearing your glasses it's you know you look better without your glasses and you know with the glare he was like no there's no way I am not gonna not wear my glasses and also he was being a super control freak I was inviting him to my prom yeah you don't get to boss somebody around if you're invited to their prom yeah it was my prom his high school didn't have a prom um because we threw our own prom like my high school didn't have one either we threw our own so anyways um the day comes and we drive over to my friend's house um for pictures and uh he goes to change and he walks out of the bathroom wearing a black suit with a bow tie a red cummerbund which if you don't know i think it's cummerbund cummerbund um if you don't know what that is google it but think like your parents 80s prom looks with like an ugly fat foot long like colorful belt around the waist i was gonna say here is the definition of a cummerbund according to the internet it is a sash worn around the waist especially as part of a man's evening clothes evening clothes um it was atrocious um but that's not that's not where it ends um in addition to the cummerbund, he's wearing tennis shoes. His tree torns, which, get this, the reason that he wore tree torns all the time. Just, actually, you know what? Why don't you guess? Who wore, who do you think, what celebrity do you think wore these tennis shoes that would make Vincent want to buy them? I'll give you a hint. It starts with a B and it ends in Illy Joel. <laughs> Billy Joel. Um, so if you want to get, if, if you're trying to create a mental picture in your head of what Vincent looked like at my prom, um, imagine one of the penguins from Mary Poppins, except with glasses, <laughs> a red cummerbund, and tennis shoes. <laughs> oh my God. I, like seeing him literally, I, Grace made my stomach drop. That's how embarrassing it was because I knew that I looked so good and I was so embarrassed that my date looked so bad because everybody's dates looked so handsome. Mm-hmm. And, and he looked like that. Yeah. It's that, it's, um, it's that sound. Where it's, we've all seen the pictures. She looks absolutely beautiful. And, um, and he's there. <laughs> and unfortunately, the sins that this man committed on the night of my senior prom did not end. 
not his fashion choices. Okay. If you recall, I mentioned earlier that he played the piano um, very badly. Well, we went out to dinner at one of the few nice restaurants in our hometown that isn't a chain before prom, um, as one does. And you'll never guess what was in the dining room where we would be eating dinner. I'm going to guess that it was a piano. It was it correct. It was a piano. So naturally, he sat down and decided to serenade our entire prom group and everybody else in the restaurant with his terrible piano playing. The amount of money that I would pay to be able to watch a video of that and just watch the expression on your face. I have never been more mortified. <laughs> and the best part, too, is uh, he was playing so loudly that our waitress couldn't hear us when she came over to take our orders. Oh, no. And he literally just kept going. Like, he played for way too long. And I can tell you exactly what one of the songs he was playing is. For any of our audience members listening, I'm, I'm going to tell you the song, and then I'm going to need you to pause this podcast, go listen to the first five seconds of this song, and then come back, and you're going to understand. It's called Root Beer Rag um, by Billy Joel, and it's just a piano, like a part at the beginning. I'm going to play it for you. Okay. song either he just kept playing <laughs> so loud just, it was louder than the train that was coming by on the tracks that was shaking the building <laughs> god. Oh my god i'm not sure i have ever wanted to drop dead more than i did that night i'm not even joking okay um luckily though so you know we finished dinner and we go to prom luckily he stays for like five minutes because he decided uh, so i mentioned his high school didn't throw a prom but they decided to throw a senior dinner where they were going to read out their senior superlatives that night and give, you know, give out awards and recognition, whatever. Right. Because keep in mind, this man is very cocky, conceited, you know, all the things, right. Needs, needs the validation that he's fantastic. Right. Yeah. So he was nominated for a couple of senior superlatives. So he tells me he's, he's going to, um, he's going to stay at my prom for like 10 minutes and then leave and come back at the end of the night. Which, <laughs> I should have just told him not to come, because then yeah. he, at least he wouldn't have been in my prom pictures. But, With you know. stupid cummerbund. Right. And it, it ends up being fine, right? So, luckily, he doesn't stay at prom long, because, you know, he ditches me to go to that senior award night. But, um, guess, guess what senior superlative he ditched my prom to go win? I, don't, I, I know you've told me at one point, but I cannot for the life of me remember. Most likely to study after a test. <laughs> that tells you how his classmates viewed him. <laughs> he was also, um, let me add this too. The girl that he dated before me, that he ended up cheating on me with, um, she was nasty. Um, and they're, you know those kids in high school that like they're a couple, they're a couple and you know that they're nasty and yeah. everybody makes fun of how nasty they are. Mm -hmm. That was them at his high school. Disgusting. Literally. Um, but anyways, um, so he ends up coming back, you know, right when prom ends, unfortunately. Um, and he does come with me to the after party that my friend throws. And it was just like a very chill after party. We, like we went to her house, um, this really big gym and we were all just goofing off, having a good time, playing mm -hmm. volleyball and stuff like that. Um, 
so yeah like i said he unfortunately did accompany me <clears throat> to the party where he proudly changed out of his suit to put on a wife beater and a pair of gray basketball shorts um also unrelated but i went with his family to the dominican republic on vacation um spring break of that senior year so just a couple of actually a couple of weeks before prom and when we were on the we flew alone to the dr because um his his parents were already actually already there they had left a week or two early because his sister's spring break was a different week than ours so um we flew alone and he wore a wife beater um like on the plane and like in the airport from the United States to the Dominican Republic, um, including our our connecting flight that was in Charlotte, North Carolina. That should have put him on a, like, a watch list or something. Right. You go through TSA, and they're like, sir, do you have any weapons? He's like, uh, no, just a wife beater. <laughs> and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't let you on this plane. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, and so when, I, when his mom found out that he had worn a wife beater like out in public, she was, she was like, are you you cannot be doing that that's not a real shirt yeah like so anyways but yeah he wore a wife beater and a pair of basketball shorts the after party after prom um and we all played volleyball and he played so badly that everybody made fun of him like they would come up to me and make fun of him and he he always thought he was so cool that he literally did not care if people made fun of him he also thought he was good at volleyball that's so embarrassing he thought he was was so unaware of yourself that's what i'm saying he thought he was good at everything everything so um yeah unfortunately vincent continued to be a menace even after my senior prom (laughs) for reasons other than his extreme ickiness but that is beyond the scope of today's episode so with that being said be sure and listen to future episodes that you that you do not miss out on all of those juicy details that are sure to come um and i also i promised you all that i would share not only my dating stories but I would offer mediocre advice based on what I have learned along the way. Um, but if I'm being honest, I only have one piece of information uh, for you all. And that is uh, to, to stop being nice. Uh, <laughs> especially to people that you have no interest in. Um, never go out with somebody because you feel bad saying no. Because if you do, um, well, then you might just end up dating your own walking ick. And then you'll have to start your own podcast a couple of years later because of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that is a story about the time that I dated somebody who can only be described as the walking ick. Dun, dun, dun. All right, guys. On a real note, though, thank you for listening today. We've got a lot of really great episodes planned, so stay tuned for those. Um, and if you like this episode, maybe tell your friends about it. Yay! All right. I'll see you all later. Goodbye, besties.